Welcome to The Word in Ed, a show that explores the world of education. Each episode, we focus on one word and use it to provoke new thoughts, explore new trends, and discover how to improve education. This is The Word in Ed. The Word in Ed. Trust. Hey, Laura. Hi, Ron. So this episode, our word is trust. Yes, and our special guest today is Jane Lucas from Florida, who's been really thinking about how to build trust in school. Hi, Laura. Hi, Ron. I'm Jane Lucas, Vice Principal and Chief Academic Officer of Seminole High School. We are a public 9th through 12th grade community high school with approximately 2,300 students. And we have a personalized and project-based learning academy. It's called the IHOP Academy that's in its second year of operation. There are currently 200 students. They're 9th and 10th graders in the IHOC Academy, and we're adding a class next year and the year after to round it out. I'm super proud of our IHOC students, faculty, and staff because they have this contagious excitement that has generated and spread throughout our entire campus. Thank you, Jane, for that intro. Can you maybe share with our listeners some things you've done that you see as really successful in establishing the kind of trust necessary to have that contagious excitement that you're talking about? Something that was hugely successful is when we began this school year and we planned and um, networked with Laura and with a lot of members of her team, but we planned a professional development day, actually the first day back for teachers and uh, our entire faculty and staff. And we met Um, Well, they came to school, and we had a surprise for them. We had, like, three charter buses. We had catered breakfast for them, and we just had them come right in, get their badge, hop on the the charter buses, and we took them to, um, I think I failed to say we're in the Tampa Bay area of Florida. So we went to our really internationally recognized aquarium, the Florida Aquarium. And this was a surprise to everyone, but we... We took them there and we came into the conference room and we began to uh, just propose for the day that they embark on uh, a project-based learning uh, activity. And so we let them, they divided up, we had them divided up into content areas, uh, like differing content areas. So they were meeting and interacting our new faculty and staff and veteran teachers who have been with us for over 25 years. We're now interacting with people they had never met before, never interacted with, never crossed content, you know, just had discussions with. And then they had about two and a half, three hours to explore in the aquarium there. And we brought them back and we kept it very open-ended, but we said, we want you to take these experiences and, you know, you all sharing your expertise and your passion about your content area. We want you to continue to keep an open mind, and now we're going to go to the Columbia Restaurant, which has is a really historical uh, place in downtown Tampa, actually in Ybor City. And we said, continue to discuss what you began at the aquarium, and you can also take what you this experience, the historical, the culinary art piece with the Columbia Restaurant, and you're interacting with a whole new group of people and take these experiences. So after we had the the lunch in there at the Columbia, we came back to our high school and we had them get together with their groups to create a project idea. And then at the very end of the day, we introduced to them, and I have to thank Laura and her team and 
all of you that have introduced our team to this, but they began their protocol with their critical friends. And we had the team, the school design team that was out at High Tech High. Uh, they were our leaders in this. And I cannot tell you how amazing it was and the wonderful feedback. So these teachers are watching our school design team, our leadership team, our principal, uh, Dr. Britton, just lead the way in what we really want to see them carry out in their classrooms. And I, I'm sorry to go on about it, but it was the most amazing first day of school I have ever experienced. Wow, what a great way to kick off the school year and establish trust and community. And, and I think that really will inspire some of our listeners to think about things they might be able to do in their own school communities. So that leads to a question I have for you. Mm -hmm. So let's say I'm a school leader and I want to do something similar in my schools. I want to launch um, projects and, and bring in you know new faculty, new hires with um, teachers that are ready to start this work. Right. But we haven't really established any external partnerships to come in and provide feedback or support. What would you say to a school that says, well, maybe I guess we can't do it because we don't have that connection? Uh, well, I know what we're trying to do in our corner of the world, if I can just speak to that experience. We actually went to our district leadership and state leadership. In fact, I had a meeting the day before yesterday with the Florida Department of Education and that we we knew that we had a professional development day coming up and we have a lot of schools and because through social media people heard about what we did on that first day and they've been reaching out to us and so we partnered with our district and with the DOE and with other partners in the area and we are in fact within our educational ecosystem and in the spring well yeah in the spring we are going to have a professional development day an entire day devoted to any schools, any teachers, any leadership uh, personnel that would like to come and learn more about it and how to implement it within their schools. So that's the one thing that we're doing, you know, with some of our educational uh, colleagues here in this part of Florida and actually throughout the state, and we're hoping to invite uh, people from throughout the nation as well. That's going to mm -hmm. happen in March. I love that approach, Jane. And as I'm listening to you, one of the things that um, I, I was telling Ron earlier today that I'm just, I'm actually traveling back from Providence. And one of the, um, John Hagel, who is a, who wrote The Power of the Pull, um, was introducing a concept that we call a trusted advisor um, within mm -hmm. a, you know, a critical friend is another term of someone who right. um, obviously helps and pushes, right? Simultaneously right. Is, is of support and then knows when to push you in the right direction. And what mm -hmm. you just mentioned, I think is really interesting is that you guys are now being a trusted advisor to other organizations. And Ron, you mentioned right. how do schools get started? I think that you're serving as the incubator and the inspiration, mm -hmm. but I, I think it's important to note that like the connectedness that you're creating up between your own staff and then between existing districts, anybody can do that because right. it's the critical friend conversation that you're that drives that connection and through that connection and spurs people to take action but i think that is is fascinating because i think that is a step that almost anyone can take on um right. and i think that's a really great first step right i love that term trusted advisor i hadn't i hadn't heard that you know but it really i mean I, and i believe stepping out like we did to have a day like we did to start our school year 
it did, you know, and our principal, Dr. Britton, and I, we've had these conversations where the word trust keeps coming up where, you know, our faculty and staff, because of that day, because of honoring their time and really practicing what we wanted them to do, you know, modeling that, there, that began a relationship of trust that honestly was un, unprecedented for our um you know, for our faculty and staff. So, and I believe because of that, the district heard about it, the state, other teachers within, you know, within the state of Florida. And so we we really felt the need to, you know, pay it forward and to offer something. And so we're, we're pretty excited about it. I think a lot of schools are doing really innovative things that just kind of disappear because they don't curate them or they don't get the word mm-hmm. out. And it's really exciting to hear that you got so much positive feedback and that it's now turned into a PD day that's open to anyone in the area who might be interested in learning how to do this. And so that gets into the question of sustainability. It sounds like that might be one initial step. What other kinds of things have you been thinking about with your leadership team and, and teachers in sustaining that kind of culture of trust and innovation? Well, you know, remembering to celebrate the successes and, you know, you use the word curation. I think because the days are busy, you know, it's very short and sometimes the weeks are long that we can get tied up in the operational uh, aspects of, you know, what we need to do as leaders. And I honestly feel that we just, you know, and I have to thank Laura uh, for this. She would often remind our school design team, don't forget to celebrate, you know, and then also to honestly look at what we need to do next. And so I, I believe it's just maintaining that momentum of celebrating what we're doing, but then also really strategically locking in on the things that we need to do next. And for us, it's um, definitely after celebration how we can bring more people to the table because we do have such a large faculty and a pretty huge student body. And um, I think it's being open and continuing to share. But that other piece also is the curation of what our students are doing now. And, you know, we have faculty members who are in the IHOC Academy but who are also um, in the um, traditional school population, and it just seems to be spreading like wildfire, and I think that's the key, Ron, you know, that when those things are spreading, to um, recognize it, to honor it, to celebrate it, and to curate it so that we don't lose the steam and the, the excitement and the success that, you know, we just continue to build upon that. I really like that, recognize, honor, curate. I think that's a good kind of motto that any school can kind of reflect on and use as a way to, of really celebrating what's going on and sustaining that work. One thing that I think was interesting is all three of us mentioned curation. And I think for people that are listening, curation might be a foreign term to some extent. Um, mm-hmm. And that means curating your work. And I think one thing that you were, Jane, that I think what your social media work does and um, and sharing your work is this art of storytelling. And I think mm-hmm. that sometimes in schools we're afraid to tell our story, the good, the bad, you know, the challenges, the failures. And I think what you, your team in particular, and I think your school, it sounds like you're sharing, 
your successes, but allowing people to become part of their, that story. And I think mm -hmm. that for me is really important is the curation, not just of the student work, because we want to see the work that was produced by kids, but the story that's behind that is right. what makes the work accessible to others. Because it's not just some person, this one great teacher that did it in their classroom with only five kids. It's right. all these individual people. And the fact that everybody on social media was sharing their experience, it says, oh, I can do that too. And so I think that power of so shared social media storytelling um, is a really powerful lever to let, to for others to see how it works. That's so true. And storytelling, you know, it always comes back to it, right? The, the best teachers, the best educators, I think it, the storytelling, that's the piece. I mean, that's what resonates. And, you know, I was also thinking as you were talking, Laura, another key piece in, to me, inspiring faculty members and staff and also with students is, like you said, we're sharing the story, but the story is not over. So we have to be, it's not polished, it's not perfect, it's not always beautiful, it's organic and it could be messy. But two things that I was thinking, two words when you were speaking, honesty and transparency. And that's the other piece that I think if faculty, staff members, educators, students see an honesty and a transparency along with that passion and a relentless pursuit, you know, to not give up, I think that that resonates because it gives those that are wanting to try this, and I think Ron was touching on that as well, anybody who's even interested, you know, or just wants to try it, there's that risk-free, you know, environment, or we put it out there where we're not finished yet, we're not ever going to be finished, and for us to share our story, um, just like Laura, you shared a lot of um, successes, but you also said in the beginning of your journey, um, that a lot of times you just felt like there were a lot of, there were a lot of failures, you know, and, and that, I think sharing that with our um, ecosystem, you know, that's given them a freedom to try. So I think that's hugely powerful for us here at, um, at Seminole High School. Until next time. This is The Word in Ed. The Word in Ed.